Good morning, Church. We're so glad to have you with us today. And I believe na ang bawat isa sa atin ay excited makarinig ng word para sa ating buhay. Ngayon, pag-uusapan natin ang worship. Nandito tayo sa journey ngayon ng purpose-driven life. At ang unang purpose ng ating buhay ay worship. Ano nga ba ang worship? So let me read this Bible verse coming from Psalms 147.11. The Lord is pleased only with those who worship Him and trust His love. Tandaan natin that we were planned for God's pleasure. Sa madaling salita, kasiyahan, and gladness. You are not an accident. You were created for a purpose. The moment you were born, God was there smiling and excited to see His creation. The moment you were born brought great pleasure to Him. Sa madaling salita, you are a masterpiece. Written in Ephesians 1.5, God had already decided that through Jesus Christ, He would make us His sons and daughters. This was His pleasure and purpose. So may dahilan kung bakit tayo nabubuhay. Our existence is for His benefit to bring glory, to have a purpose-driven life, and to give delight sa Kanya. Hindi para sa iba. And one greatest gift He gave to us is the ability to enjoy pleasure that He created. He is happy if He sees us happy. Life was created to enjoy it, not just to endure it, because we were created in His own image. Remember that God has feelings and He loves us more than we'll ever know. That's right. And you know, bringing pleasure to God is called worship. Ito ay tinatawag din natin pagsamba. And worship is a love expressed to God. It's when you respond to God's love. Anything na nagdudulot ng kagalakan sa Panginoon is an act of worship. Ito'y isang uri ng pagsamba. And worship is not for us. It's for God. Though nagbe-benefit tayo when we live our lives for Him. Katulad nga na binanggit mo kanina sa Psalm 147 verse 11, The Lord is pleased only with those who worship Him and trust His love. Worship is not sapilitan. God wants us. We are made for an intimate relationship with Him. Made for His pleasure. And binigyan tayo ng Diyos ng hangarin at pangangailangang makipag-ugnay or makipag-connect sa Kanya. Katulad ng pagkain or ating paghinga, ang pagsamba ay natural sa atin. And God made us with this inbuilt desire because He desires worshipers. And Jesus said, The Father seeks worshipers. And you know what, Chingo? Sometimes we think that worship is just the church service or praying or pakikinig sa preachings, mga ceremonies, healing, o kaya mga miracle experiences. These are just worship elements. But worship is far more than these expressions. It is a lifestyle. Ang pagsamba ay isang uri ng ating pamumuhay. Tama ka, Kay. Sa karamihan naman, kapag sinabing worship, ang unang pumapasok sa isip nila ay music. 
But to tell you friends, worship is far more than music. Worship is not just classified as music. Diba, pag nag-attend tayo ng church, sinasabi natin, oh, worship muna tayo. And then, makinig ng sermon or preaching. May misunderstanding tayo doon. Kasi every part of church service is a part of worship. It's purpose-driven. Align sa pagdating mo ng church hanggang matapos yung service, yung scriptures, scripture reading, songs, fellowship, taking notes, listening, and ministry work. Lahat yon ay worship. Yes. And kanina, we sang a song called Heart of Worship. Pero, alam mo ba na may kwento behind that song? Yes. Yung song na kinanta ni Matt Redman. Mm-hmm. Actually, that song was composed dahil may nangyari sa church nila. Yung pastor nila sinabi na um, stop ang music. Then, para matuto, mag-worship ang mga tao sa iba't ibang aspeto. Diba? Sabi sa lyrics, when the music fades, all is stripped away and I simply come longing just to bring something that's worth that will bless your heart. So, kung wala ng music, at ang pagkakaintindi lang natin ang, sa worship ay music, then paano na tayo makapag-worship? Then it's good to know na ang worship pala ay hindi lang limited sa music. Right? And uh, worship has been done ages ago. Started with Adam in the Garden of Eden, but music wasn't mentioned. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the Garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. That's coming from Genesis 2.15. Dalawang word yun. To dress it and to keep it. Doing things in excellence and obedience. And being excellent sa ginagawa natin, that is worship. Right? And music was not mentioned until Genesis 4.21. His brother's name was Jubal. He was the father of all who play stringed instrument and pipes. And Pagdating sa music, we are being misled, especially on the type of music. Sometimes, sometimes fast pertains to praise and slow pertains to worship. But worship has nothing to do with styles. Kasi lahat ay talent na binigay ni Lord sa isang music creator. If it's offered to God in spirit and in truth, it is an act of worship. There is no musical notes in the Bible. God loves all variety of music. Lalo na if it was done to glorify and please Him. Not about the music or tune, but it's the lyrics that makes the song sacred and God-pleasing. That's true. And you know what? God wants us to worship Him accurately and authentically. Worship that pleases God is like this. Worshipping in spirit and in truth. Kagaya nga ng sinabi sa John 4.24, God is spirit. And those who worship Him must worship in spirit and in truth. To worship God accurately and authentically is to worship Him in spirit and in truth. In spirit, God is spirit. Remember that. We worship Him with our spirit. The spirit that He has given us. And we are a spirit. Tandaan natin na tayo ay isang spirito with a soul living in a body. And in truth, 
siya ay ating sambahin sa kung sino siya at kung paano siya inihayag sa Biblia. You know, man looks at the outward appearance, pero si Lord, tinitignan niya ang attitude ng puso natin. We can worship Him imperfectly, but we cannot worship Him insincerely. That's why in spirit and in truth ang kanyang requirement. We are not just being moved emotionally by music, but being moved by the Spirit. Worship happens when our spirit responds to God, not to musical tone. And we focus on God, not on feelings, because it's not about our feelings anyway. And you know, kapag Sunday, ito yung mga biggest distractions natin. Ang focus natin madalas is yung sa sarili natin. It's like we're going inside the church. Mag-worship muna kay God because I need to worship Him. Because may kailangan ako sa Kanya. But it's not like that. When we worship God, we're giving all of ourselves to Him. Kaya nga sa Mark 12.30, sabi dun, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. When Jesus said this, He meant that worship must be genuine and heartfelt. God wants us to worship Him authentically. He created us uniquely with different personalities, preferences, and He wants us to worship Him ayon sa Kanyang pagkakagawa sa atin. Because the best style of worship is one that most authentically represents your love for God. Because worship is relationship. Yes, uh, talking about relationship. If you love someone, diba, not just every day you'll tell him or tell her, I love you or I just praise you. Diba? Uh, for God, you can use other words like, I respect you, God. I admire you, God. I adore you, God. I appreciate you, God. I honor you, God. And this gives pleasure to him. It makes him smile. Yes, and we can, we can also call his different names or we can study his different names like Jehovah Jireh, he's our provider, El Shaddai, all-sufficient one, Emmanuel, God is with us, Yahweh, Lord, or Elohim, our creator, Jehovah Rapha, God is God who heals. Yes, Kay, and... Uh... Talking about worship, isa sa pinaka-importante din ay we are rooted in God's Word. And that is real worship. Kapag sinabi mong rooted, that is established, deeply, or firmly. Kaya ang tanong ko, gaano kalalim ang pagkakaintindi natin kapag sinabi ang salitang Panginoon? Sabi nga sa Colossians 3.16, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. So, source of everything. Ang Panginoon natin ang source ng lahat. And it gives honor to Him kung anong nasa loob ng ating puso. At kung tayo patuloy magbabasa o pag-aaralan natin ang salita ng Panginoon, this will lead us to voice familiarity. Mas nakikilala natin siya. So, worship is not just only part of our life. It is our life. Worshiping Him continually, praising Him from sunrise to sunset, 
we have this attitude of gratitude, praising Him everywhere, at home, work, in the midst of our life battles. It's our life and it should be our first activity upon waking up. Like King David. Ano bang sinasabi niya kadalasan? He will think the Lord at all times. My mouth will always praise Him. Any activity can be transformed in worship. Sabi nga sa 1 Corinthians 10.31 So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, you do it all for the glory of God. And uh, hindi porket ikaw ay janitor, sabi natin, di ba? Na you have this lowest level of job sa isang corporation. It doesn't mean that you cannot worship or give all out, right? Or up to CEO na nagpipirma lang ng mga do- dokumento, di ba? But if you do it for His glory, you bring influence na para ma-influensya ng tao kay Jesus, then it is an act of worship. Sinasama mo siya sa lifestyle mo. Diba? How to do it all for God's glory. Do as if you are doing it for Jesus. Colossians 3.23 Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as if working for the Lord and not for human masters. And that is the secret of lifestyle of worship. Take your ordinary life and place it before God as an offering to practice daily worship. Um, like a man to a woman falling in love every day. Paano nangyari yun? Iniisip niya araw-araw, every moment, thinking about her. Kung gaano, uh, uh, how to cherish yung time nila together. And we can apply that sa ating Panginoon, kay Jesus. To fall in love to Him more and more. Then ilipat natin focus natin sa Kanya. Because what you focus on expands. And it says here in Psalms 147:11, The Lord is pleased with those who worship Him and trust His love. The heart of worship is surrender. Pag-aalay ng sarili sa Diyos. Tama! Bakit possible ang mag-surrender kay God? Dahil Siya ang unang nagbigay ng buhay sa atin. Dahil mahal niya tayo. Sabi sa Romans 5:8. Ngunit pinatunayan ng Diyos ang kanyang pag-ibig sa atin nang mamatay si Kristo para sa atin nung tayo'y makasalanan pa. Si Jesus ang ating modelo ng pag-surrender. Wala siyang ipinagkait sa atin. Lahat binigay niya maging ang kanyang buhay. Kaya kung nahihirapan kang mag-surrender, tutulungan tayo ni Jesus dahil sobrang relate siya sa atin. Dahil even siya ay nag-struggle din sa pag-surrender. Pero pinili pa din niyang sundin si God dahil nagtiwala siya sa pagmamahal ni God sa kanya. I agree! Sabi ni Jesus, Ama, kung loloobin mo, ilayo mo sa akin ang kopang ito. Ngunit, huwag ang kalooban ko ang masunod, kundi ang kalooban mo. Sabi niya sa Lucas 22.42 Kaya kung lalo nating naunawaan ang pagmamahal ng Diyos sa atin, ay lalo na mapapadali ang ating pagsuko. Alam ng Diyos na hindi natin kayang sumuko ng tayo lang. Kaya binigay niya si Holy Spirit na siyang helper natin at guide upang mangyari ang kalooban ng Diyos sa atin. Ang tanong, saang area ng buhay mo ang nahihirapan kang isuko sa Diyos? More than anything else, God wants your heart. Yes, at kadalasan, pera ang pinakamahirap na isuko sa Diyos. 
dahil kung saan ang treasure mo, andun din ang puso mo. At madaling sumuko sa Diyos sa mga bagay na madali lang para sa'yo. But then, sabi ni God sa 1 Chronicles 21:24, I will not offer to God sacrifices that cost me nothing. At ang pagsuko sa Diyos ay dadaan tayo sa mga pagsubok or test. Naalala ko may sinabi si God sa akin sa word niya na, How much bread do you have? Matatagpuan sa Mark 6.38 Ang bread na tinutukoy dito ni God ay pera. And He wants me na isurrender ito sa Kanya. Something na very valuable at significant para sa akin. Na it's beyond me. Sa una talaga, ayokong mag-surrender. Dahil sa tingin ko, mawawalan ako pag nagsuko ako kay God. Talagang may struggle. And daily, na yun at yun ang sinasabi ni God sa akin. Up to the point na sabi ko, ayoko na God. Not my will, but your will be done. Ikaw ang mag-obey on my behalf. Susunod lamang ako sa iyo. And pinahawakan ko ang sinabi ni God sa akin sa Isaiah 41.10 na sabi niya, Ako'y sasa iyo. Huwag kang matakot. Ako ang iyong Diyos. Hindi ka dapat mangamba. Palalakasin kita at tutulungan, iingatan at ililigtas. Ikaw, Tin, may gusto ka bang i-share about pag-surrender kay God? Nasubukan kong ipagkait kay God yung future ko. Sinubukan kong mag-aral knowing this will help me to achieve success. Nag-effort akong i-balance ang schooling, sa work, sa ministry, sa family at iba pa. Hanggang sa nangusap sa akin si God na i-let go ko ang pag-aaral ko at sundin siya. Dahil may mga pangarap ako at gustong mangyari sa buhay, hindi ko siya sinunod. <laughs> Hanggang sa tumigas ang puso ko at ayoko na siyang pakinggan. Kasi pakiramdam ko gusto niyang i-interrupt yung plans ko. Pinitingnan ko na siya na istorbo sa plano ko. Dinededma ko siya every time na he brought yung topic na yon sa pag-uusap naming dalawa. Hanggang sa di ko na kinayang magmatigas, ayoko, mahirap, at di ko first option ang mag-surrender. Ibigay sa kanya ang plans ko, but I came to the point na mag-surrender pa din. Pumunta ako sa school and pinasis mga paper, paperworks para mabawi ang pinang-enroll ko. I was crying and crying during those process. Some people ay na-disappoint sa ginawa ko. Ngunit napansin ko na nung nag-surrender ako kay God, muling lumambot ang puso ko, nakaramdam muli ako ng saya sa puso ko, gumaan ang pakiramdam ko, natanggal yung weight sa heart ko. Yung puso ko muling naging mapagtiwala kay God. Napalaya ako sa kasinungalingan na I need to achieve something and work on for my future. Kasinungalingan di ko na malayang pinaniwalaan ko. Kasinungalingan bumihag sa akin. Ngunit ako'y napalaya dahil sa direct instruction sa akin ni God. Sinabi na ni Lord sa Jeremiah 29.11 na may plano siya sa akin, plan to prosper me and not to harm me, to give me hope and future. From that time, I personally recommit and resurrender my life, my future, my plans kay God. Not easy, but worth it. God wants me to let go and surrender my schooling because He wants my 100% focus and attention on Him. He wants me to build my life on Him. He wants me, uh, yung the whole of me, not partial. 
He wants na siya ang maging matibay na pundasyon ko, hindi ang mga ma-accumulate na possessions dito sa earth na bunga ng gawain ko. He wants me na paniwala ang buo kung sino ako sa Kanya, hindi sa kung sino ako dahil sa mga nagawa ko. Hinuhulma ng Diyos ang puso ko na buong-buong magtiwala, mag-rely, mag-depend sa Kanya as my SSS, Source, Supply, and Security. Ngayon, I am still in the process, fighting the good fight of faith, but happily knowing na it's a privilege na mag-serve kay God. Ang galing ng testimony mo, Tin. As you surrender kay God, mas madedevelop ang intimacy natin sa Kanya. Mas mamahalin natin siya dahil lahat ng pinapagawa niya sa atin ay para din sa ating kabutihan. Kahit ito man ay mahirap, mahal, at imposibleng gawin. Pero kay God, lahat ay posible dahil napagtagumpayan na niya ang mundo. Kaya makakaya natin ang lahat dahil si Jesus ay nasa puso natin. Tandaan natin na pag hindi tayo susuko sa Diyos, ay gagawa tayo ng mga bagay na magsisilbing Diyos-Diyosan natin, gaya na lamang ng opinion ng iba, expectations nila sa atin, pera o material na possessions, relationships, family, pride of, pride of life, sariling pangarap, at marami pang iba. Sabi sa Maseo 10.39, ang nagsisikap magligtas ng kanyang buhay ay mawawalan nito. Ngunit ang mawalan ng kanyang buhay alang-alang sa akin ay magkaka-meet nito. Kaya ating isuko ang ating buhay kay God, hindi lamang minsanan, kundi araw-araw. Ito ang tunay na worship, at kung ikaw ay sumuko na sa Diyos, hindi mo na kailangang matakot o magpasakop sa kahit ano. Ngayon, alam na natin kung ano nga ba ang worship. Worship is not just part of our life, but it is our life. And the heart of worship is surrender. Kaya simula ngayon, be friends with Jesus. Start building a relationship with Him. The Bible says, He calls us friends, not servants. How to establish daily conversation, read your Bible, connect to a cell group. The more we involve ourselves in His kingdom, the more we will be enlightened and understand His plans and promises. Treat Jesus as your best friend. Jesus is cool. Tayo makipagsabayan. At ang maganda doon, you have a friend na di ka ipapahamak o iiwan. And number two, trust and love Jesus. This would be possible if we have a personal relationship with Him. Always remember, trust and love goes hand in hand. Kaya kung ngayon nandito ka, at nagpapasya ka na magkaroon ng relationship with our Lord God Jesus, then sabayan mo lang ako sa prayer nito. Lord God, inaamin ko po na kami ay nagkasala at hindi namin kayang mabuhay na mag-isa. We want to have a relationship with you and I want to know you more. Starting today, ako ay nagpapasya na tanggapin ka bilang aking Lord and Savior. Kayo na po ang maghari sa aking buhay. Amen. Congratulations sa inyong pagtanggap kay Jesus. Ito ang simula ng inyong relationship kay God. At mas lalo pang lalagong ating relasyon sa Kanya through our daily submission to Jesus. At paano pa tayong mag-submit ng ating buhay? It's acknowledging that God is God and He can do all things through us and wants 
to partner with us. So let's all come to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, maraming salamat ngayong araw na ito na may natutunan kami about worship. Lord, we thank you for the life that you gave us. Lord, help us to surrender to you always and help us na maging lifestyle namin ng worship. We honor you and we love you and be our guide always. We thank you for all the blessings that you have given us. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for joining us today. And if you want to have a copy of Purpose Driven Life, ebook and audiobook, just message San Fernando Christian Community on your Facebook, Messenger, and type, I'm in. See you all next week. <laughs>